0: Goods Podcast. The guys there at RBC, and uh, basically, I started school out here, and for school for, for what? So I went to Musicians Institute in Hollywood, and I was going for very fancy, uh, very fancy my associate's degree in the science of music business and audio engineering. So I was there for like three years, and you had to do intern hours. You had to do it. Uh-huh. Internship certain amount of hours And I basically just told them You know I'm going to intern here And at first they were like eh, We, we you got to pick it blah 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 You can't just like tell us where you're interning And I was like no look I'm going to intern here So let's figure this out <laughs> you, you didn't give them an option you didn't ask them It's like why yeah I already got a relationship with these dudes It's a hip hop label like I'm not. You know what I mean it just made too much sense And so you were interning there before you got signed to them Correct Correct And then It was probably about uh, Close to a year Probably about eight months Or some shit Is whenever uh, We came up with the, the deal
1: So did Did being the intern there Help you get the deal Cause when you have the Like the foot in the door Already to be like Yo check out This fucking music I made
0: Absolutely They knew my plan From the gate Like they They pretty much knew Like I'm an artist I'm gonna be out there Rocking stages I'm not really looking For like a Full time situation You know what I mean Like so they they kind of were like, you could come here, come in whenever you want, however many days a week you can. If it's one day a week, that's fine. So like my shit has fluctuated over the past year and a half. Sometimes I was there three days a week. Sometimes I'm there one day a week.
1: So so you finished the school?
0: Yeah, I graduated okay. in December,
1: and you still intern there.
0: Yes, they. did. So
1: it, this this is interesting to me because. Like I interned when I was a kid at a, at a record label, Land Speed Records, which I think turned into like E1 or something. This is back when it was in Boston, when it was physical shit. I was in the warehouse, mailing yeah. packages out and probably stealing mixtapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, like a lot of kids would intern at jobs either for, for school like mm-hmm. that or some people would do it. Like in my case, it was to meet some people, which I met, that yeah. helped me when I had a music career many, many moons ago. For sure. Uh, so you already, you get the signs to the label mm-hmm. and you still choose to intern there. What? Why? I'm. This is like kind of. I like
0: being in the environment, in it and around it. You know what I mean? Like the big shit goes on in there. I'm sitting in meetings with, with ex rapper or, or ex fucking business exact record executive. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like I'm shaking hands. I meet people. Obviously, uh. obviously the, the the guys at RBC they they do a lot for me as far as my music goes. Like you know pushing it and whatnot, get me on Spotify playlists and shit like that. So it's just, dude, that's like kind of. It's like almost like staying uh, I look at it grounded
1: like a- and, sh- and humbled in a way, if, in an artist way. You know, right. like you're, you're still in there. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm learning the business, and since I started Roger That Records, I, I got my own label started. So I'm structuring it. Off of how they operate, there. Oh yeah, so you're le- you're also getting free classes. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. I'm reverse engineering the game, dude. Ah, I would which- like to say like I'm in the I'm in the belly of the beast, eating my way out. Ah. Whereas others are trying to get noticed by the beast. Yo, you know what I mean? that
1: that belly of the beast eating Pittsburgh accented voice <laughs> is uh, is my guest on Damaged Goods today. Uh, the artist Crumzilla.
0: Yeah, what up? What up? Is,
1: which is definitely just yo. That's so interesting because uh, I've interned. I've had so many people. People probably that have been guests on this podcast at some point in their time an intern, and you usually think of interning is like the stepping stone to either a paid position at that company mm-hmm. or in that field. Right. Or to fulfill school credits, like you were saying. Right. Or to like for artists to like get a deal. Or not even to get sometimes you don't even think you're gonna get a deal. It's like right. I'm gonna meet an AR, or I'm gonna meet this record promoter Absolutely. or these guys there that'll hook me up and help me out with my career. Because yeah. it's the foot in the door, right? Yeah. You still work that's like, you know, I just uh, I enjoy it. It's you know? cool, man. It's, cool. it's humbling because I feel like a and the fact that you talking about it mm-hmm. is interesting because I feel like, especially in hip-hop, yeah. you wouldn't want to, like, brag that you're interning at a place. Like, you do it before, you might have had the career, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, and people wouldn't even want to say that. I feel right. like there's a lot of that in hip-hop. Like, we don't want to, like, people show they have a nine-to-five job to support. Oh, they always promote them, like, doing illegal shit to promote their rap mm-hmm. career, which a lot of people do, sometimes by necessity but right, right. I, so I, it's just interesting take yeah, on your, no your artistry in, man.
0: In my shit at all, people would fucking kill to have the position to, to be in that position. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. It's great. I love it. I enjoy being around all the the business of the music. It's fucking interesting to say That's the least. Fucking you know cool I mean? man.
1: You said it you set it off on an interesting note for me. Surprising yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Well you're very you're very like um from what I gathered, you're very like kind of do-it-yourself, hands-on, like old-fashioned yeah.
0: working dude. I don't like relying on anybody. I, I bet that's part Pittsburgh, part military. And part experience from having to rely on other people and waiting for them to and get their fucking it. job done or whatever. And it's like, man, I should have just done this. So I just, I'm just, i going to go to school and learn how to fucking do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. that's. I mean, I feel like that's <clears> something that gives... Uh, anybody
1: uh, uh, an edge up absolutely so even if you do have other people doing that same task you mm-hmm. know what it takes to get it done so you can look and be like oh, are you really doing all right oh you're right. giving me this nice excuse you know
0: that's like so I just did the meeting with the I signed a publishing deal like Congrats. I can I can read the I read the contract I didn't need my a lawyer <laughs> a lawyer there like 500 dollars an hour type shit like I know what the contract means and what it says and what you know what I mean it's all good Very I learned that shit. <laughs> I love it I, yeah, <laughs> I mean,
1: learned me something Yo that's the I mean shit man If you have a job Where you actually can learn More than just The job you're doing mm-hmm. You know I mean I, I got lucky to Know Crumb was a guest On DJ Beans In my show Raining Real You can listen Shout to out On Dash DJ Radio Beans. Channel Native Rhymes uh, we, And it was cool Having Crumb up there Because um, You know we, On a radio show Like you know You've probably been doing A lot of this shit lately It's, it's real structured in in sometimes more shows than others, you're more limited to what the format is when you have somebody up. Luckily, we have a lot of freedom. But even still though, we're keeping it kind of in a certain realm. Mm -hmm. But just from like talking with you up there, I, I wanted to have more conversations with the you about other aspects of it, your life and career that I think
0: yeah, kind of paint a man. bigger
1: picture of who you are. And sure, shit, you know. So thank you for coming by. Thank man. you for having. He me. He pulled up on the
0: motherfucking motorcycle supermoto. Yeah, Kawasaki. what kind?
1: Like, yo, I'm like motorcycle retarded. So I, a, I I know what like a chopper is, and I know what a dirt bike is. What you have is like I don't know what super you call
0: it. It's a motard super. So it's a Kawasaki KLX 250, but it's street legal. <laughs>
1: uh, like how you threw that hat <clears> on. <throat> yeah, you? I
0: mean, and it's uh. It's fucking a supermoto bike. It just doesn't have dirt bike tires on it, basically. Oh, so, because I know
1: in Philly... Um, which is also awesome. Pennsylvania for you geographically inept listeners of <laughs> mine, which is myself sometimes. I know in Philly, like dirt biking in the street or motorcycling. I, what, they, what are they riding in the street there? It's the same kind of Man, bike?
0: I, I guess, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about, like where they just cruise around yeah. the city blocks and I was shit. Wondering you a, don't if it, see it, that in Pittsburgh. That's what I was going to ask. No. I, I grew up racing my whole life, but it was like out in the fucking the woods cut, or like yeah. on a track. You know, there's tracks all over Pennsylvania and shit.
1: I mean, I guess they, they crack down on it pretty hard now in Philly, too, right? Mm-hmm. I, would, I mean, I imagine, dude, you can't have, like, 50, 40 bikes whipping through and someone not going to get fucking...
0: Right, yeah. Cops
1: ain't going to take notice if they're not the right kind of bikes yeah, the Yeah, they'll street.
0: definitely jam you up for that shit.
1: I don't know what defines a motorcycle or, or a type of bike as being street legal. Like, I couldn't... Turn signals a, and, and... But, like, a regular-ass dirt bike, you can push down the street like that?
0: Nah. Nah. Nah.
1: Because why? Why There's that? There's no and, turn
0: signals. Oh, oh, I see what there's you no mean. There's no headlights, there's no brake lights. I thought lights. Like working ones, so they actually have to be like part of the machine. That's what I mean by street legal, like uh. headlight, brake light, fucking turn signals. You know what I mean? <clears throat> That's... That's when it's okay to, and the license plate, of course. You buy a dirt bike yeah. that you're riding in the trails, it doesn't have yeah. none of that. It's just a dirt bike in your uh, garage, and you pull it out and you fucking ride in the trails. Uh,
1: that makes sense. Now, I get it. I get it. <clears throat> shit, I mean, my, People, I, some, a lot of people drive cars that are street legal all the time. Right? Uh, get right. away with it for so long. I'm just like, yeah. Yo, how lucky are you? I feel like I used to get pulled over a lot for shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, not even anything I did, but just, or get tickets a lot for shit. So oh, I, I feel like they're so always many
0: watching me. Fucking you know? tickets out here, dude, in T- LA County. They don't
1: play the parking ticket. Especially, man,
0: you can't gamble, and it makes me so furious. Like, I just want to go in front of a judge and be like, "Look, I'm never, ever, ever gonna pay any of these because I think they're all bullshit." But when you know the whole process of fighting them is so fucking.
1: Sometimes you spend more money or in
0: time. It's it's like impossible. So it's like shit. Just I'll go sit in LA County for a week if you'll erase all this shit for me you know? <laughs> like, yo dude it's, it. they don't play out here with
1: that shit Some, and I, the understanding I have is that California economically speaking is, is in the dumps it's, mm-hmm. it's a broke state and that's why like cities like LA they have so many DUI checkpoints and, and things yeah. like, like they're going hard with the tickets because right. not only is it like money for the ticket then there's mm-hmm. money for the car being impounded then there's fines for the legality of it yep. and stuff so they're banking a lot of money so on much. that so, and they need it man they need it it's you crazy know? do you get do you think like riding a bike like that in the city you like get pulled over less or more than if it's a
0: vehicle like a sedan or something man i'd say i'd say less as long as you're not riding crazy they, they I don't, yeah you know what i mean as long as you're you're following the, the the speed limit or whatnot i think you're good i've gotten pulled over more on in, a car. in, in cars, yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, I
1: was definitely. wondering that, like, and you can make last minute decisions like turns and shit, yeah, a little, exactly. little more quick, man. Yeah, yep. I know, like a trick. In some states, they use this um, on like smaller highways. They'll have a, a sign saying, uh, you know, something, something checkpoint in in X amount two miles three mm-hmm. miles, and so. People will get off the next exit, but in right. actuality, this checkpoint is off that exit. Right. And they trick motherfuckers like uh-huh. that, dude. <laughs> they don't get. It gets you, dude. Oh yeah. Oh man. So you, you got the new album out, which was um, your first solo album. You was going crew style.
0: Correct. Bilderberg was the crew. Yeah,
1: which is cool because he spells it like. Pittsburgh, like Bilderberg.
0: B-U-R-G-H. Yeah, yeah. That's
1: what I thought was very unique about it. When I I was doing the homework on before you came on the show, mm-hmm. I was reading all the, the shit, and I was like, oh, I see what he did there.
0: Yeah, man, I basically, so I was going to go back. Can I get, can I get a beer I start this story? Yeah, of course you can, start this story. Yes, yeah,
1: I want you to be
0: cozy, baby. I, want you to be <clears throat> I might throw in a chew, too, if you don't mind. Because I'm Pittsburgh as fuck. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, apparently so. You might even be a little Arkansas as fuck. <laughs> Yo, I, I Jake the Snake. Fun fact. I uh I like had a short stint of chewing tobacco in high school. Uh it's a long story. And we would skate around with, we we're skaters and just have it in there. Right. This lasted mere months. But um I knew a very attractive girl, uh, who who could have probably even been a model, you never know, who uh Chewed, chewed. no shit. Blew my
0: fucking mind. Blows your dude. mind. Blew I met a few my like fucking that. Fucking mind,
1: dude. She was attracted for me. That you know, ten years later, her gums might have fallen out. But
0: yeah, and see, like, <laughs> oh man, I don't even. My dad chews. He's all he's chewed my whole life. So I used to steal, like you know, what I mean, his cans. Tested them Do You smoke cigarettes when I'm partying? This, this is this a habit you had pre-military or post? Both pre-military. I can imagine in there, but in, I don't want.
1: I don't want to derail you from what you're 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 about to go back on a story. I wanted to i, I, yeah, I yeah, So took I took you off path, my beat. So we uh right, we, I was gonna You're say. talking about going solo, first solo
0: project. Right. So so basically when I was in before the military, this is two thousand and fucking we're talking two thousand eight, two thousand nine, I was always in trouble as a juvenile, like juvenile detention type shit. Like I was I was in boot camp, juvenile correctional facilities, you know what I mean? Yeah, shit yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Just getting in trouble. And uh I was on house arrest just one time and my PO came by to take off my anklet. And he goes, so what are you going to do now? And I was like, well, I guess I'm going to join the Marines since I just fucked up the Air Force because <laughs> I was g- getting into the Air Force like I was about to swear in, dude. I, all my paperwork was filled out. Were you going through all this because you wanted to, st- you thought you needed to get away from trouble? It was because I got my baby mom pregnant. And so would you, you want to so get so I had nine mu- or money? No, oh. I had nine months to figure out how to provide for a family. Ah. I mean, we were, we planned on getting married and shit. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, we were young bucks and that didn't happen, which is all good. And that's all gravy. You know what I mean? but So my PO was like, what are you gonna do? I said, go to the Marines. He was like, why the fuck are you gonna do that? <coughs> <laughs> I was like, well, no one else is gonna take me with, with my you know record and shit. And he was like, call the, call the Army, they'll take you. So, excuse me, that day I called the Army and I, fi- I figured some shit out and they had me come in. So I came up with this idea and I was started telling my boys, I was like, yo, I'm gonna join the Army. For for a combat MOS specifically because I want to that like, means
1: going to serving. Yeah, 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 I want
0: to. I want to. I was like, I'm going to go to Iraq and I'm going to make an album called Government Funded with my with my pay from Iraq. You know so you mean? had the whole plan before you even did it, dude. Yeah, I'm paced. Master- I had an anklet on and I'm pacing back and forth in my house selling Mad Blow out of my crib at the time. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it.
0: Seriously, I mean, I was I'm Mad Blow and yeah. shit, and uh, I'm just I'm all and I was doing it too, of course, like a fucking idiot, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah.
1: I've, I've rarely met any drug dealers except for like crack dealers that don't dabble in what they sell. Yeah, man. Even people I know who sell heroin dabble in it.
0: Yeah, know? that's... But don't sell heroin. No, fuck that. <laughs> anyway, continue, sir. So, I, so that's how I got into the army and it took me forever because I had to get off probation. You know what I mean? So it took so me they like... they wouldn't even give you like a, a cut on your probation like, oh, where this kid's going to go in the military. Yo, you know? that's how I got off, but it still took like nine months. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of my charges, dude... From, from back when I was a juvenile like people were like doesn't that shit get erased like no nah, not some of the charges that I had yeah, well, some states too don't expunge everything you right. know I had to f- talk to the FBI they came in to the recruiter's office and they flipped their badge open like in the movie
1: yeah
0: and they were like now explain th- <laughs> explain this possession of a firearm by a minor and I had to like write this whole you know, I had to explain it and then write it and Explain this uh, possession of false identification, five counts, and p- possession of prohibited weapons—like all types of fucking shit. It's a miracle I got in, into the into shit. the army, dude.
1: Were they when did they when they accepted you? Did they be like, "All right, son, don't mess this up," or something like you? Know, yeah. You're lucky
0: to be here, kind of. Pretty thing? much, yeah, pretty much. They were mm-hmm. like, "We we got you in because specifically because you're going to be a cav scout," and that's like we could use you type shit basically
1: you volunteer for some shit a lot of people ain't ready to sign up for yeah fool.
0: like people they they were offering me jobs that I could have got a signing bonus for you know oh. to like a $10,000 fucking thanks for joining this military type shit but I was like no nah, I want to do this this is what I want to do I want to you know what I mean train to do this cool shit Oh man, shit I don't want to be a cook or nothing And so did you always want
1: Eventually You knew you were going to do solo shit Or you was just going to
0: Yeah, I knew the time would come For sure And a lot of people pressured me To do solo shit Um, Did they pressure you Because they thought you were The standout of your group? I don't want to say that. I do one wants to say
1: that, but I've been in that predicament and I've heard those things before and it's, an, it's a hard one to, to listen to because you want to be loyal. You actually right, seek right. strengths in your friends, mm-hmm. but at some point you never had to consider the validity of that person or those people saying it to mm-hmm. you. That, is there a reason why? Do I need to?
0: Would I have a more chance, greater chance of success? It was more. It was more or less the fact that I knew, hands down, no question, that this is what I'm going to do and I'm going to figure out how to make it work. Whereas like the other, you know, a couple of the other members they're in Pittsburgh and we're all still cool and shit. Yeah. They were just in Vegas for the video shoot. But, you know, they they run uh they run a shop down there, like the dopest wing shop in Pittsburgh and shit like. But that's what they do. That's their thing. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? and, and, and they like it. And it's like when it comes time to, hey, guys, let's do another Bilderberg album like they're we're, we're all, they're all about it. You know what I mean? But no I, doubt. I'm the one that was able to just be like, I got to fucking go to L.A. I'm not gonna sit here and keep having us open up for Tech Nine or Hobson and like be the local support shit. Like I know what you mean. We're headlining motherfucker.
1: And most man. of the time for a city that's if you're musically coming out of a city that's not New York, LA, Atlanta, Houston, Chicago, you pretty much have to move to one of those cities. Yeah, man. You gotta, even if you're from
0: a big city. Just to even net just to network and shit. Purely that, you know? It's yeah. like I already luckily knew people coming out here. I didn't come out to Hollywood chasing no Hollywood dream shit. I fucking knew some people out here and was like, I could go out there and make some moves. And then working on the solo album just kind of happened. You know what I mean? It was like, dude, that album, there's verses on that shit that's five years old. Really? That we did, and I just dropped it February twenty. Are you
1: comfortable with like old stuff of yours or are you more scrutinizing of it? What do you mean? What you say? Like- like, you know, say you got a verse that is five years old, and then maybe a few of the tracks are the new ones. Are you ever listening to that old one and be
0: like, yeah. it just ain't holding up? Or do you just really be like, I really shine on that one. I got to use it. Sometimes I'll be like, yo, I'm going to re-record it. And that, that'll that like fix whatever I yeah. feel is wrong with it. But then I'll re-record it, and I'll be like, no, nah, like the, yeah. the first one was the, the one, man. So like, we just put it out. Like, yeah. Most people always say, this, even with the, the takes you're doing in the booth, like some of the early takes are the best. Well, that's why I can't engineer. I can, but that's why I don't engineer myself, because- it's being in the booth and then being like, ah, fucked up. Let me. You, yo, kids who do that, uh, I get
1: it. People want to save money and they have the ability to do so technologically yeah. now it's not a good idea because I got a studio in my apartment you need to have a different pair of ears saying that was yeah. the one or nah dude you need to do it again or otherwise fix this
0: part. Just fucking critique yeah. yourself to the point Go where nuts. you're just frustrated and you're like I don't even wanna fucking do yeah, this shit yeah, you gotta
1: have fresh ears and shit on there man yeah. it's important people wanna not spend their money on it or I have a friend that's capable of doing it but you need somebody
0: yeah absolutely can't Definitely. just do it on your own
1: man do you have like uh, one engineer that you like recorded like to record and mix with
0: yeah, I have a few uh, Jared Lee, Jared Lee Gosselin. He just produced pretty much that whole album that I just dropped. Uh, Rob Harkness. He's are these really, dudes out here or back? Yeah, they're out here. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, I mean, I, I like working with. You can immediately tell if you vibe with a motherfucker in the studio or not. Like, or yeah. you can immediately tell if they're emotionally invested into your. Because that's what I was gonna shit. say. Like, you know, I,
1: do you, are you finding a, an environment? A Vibe that you like where you just get super comfortable, and that's what I would always want to prefer, I guess. Yeah, absolutely, being super cozy in there, just doing your thing.
0: Yeah, because when you feel like they're just clickety clacking and they're just recording you, it's for like, man, I'm just for the hourly out, I'll just wage. do it myself, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, nah, like, I like, we have a good relationship with, with these producers.
1: So, um, for like listeners who don't know, and I know Crum has alluded to it already, he was in the army, served in uh Iraq,
0: yeah, um. How many years? So, I did uh, three and a half years in the army and I did a year in Iraq slash Kuwait. And that was in 2011, 2012, 2011, 2012. Oh. So, we were just pulling out of Iraq. Yeah. So, instead of like going over there and really kicking in doors and doing shit that like scouts normally would be doing and like, you know, back yeah. in the middle of the war, we were just doing convoy security shit. You know what I mean? Uh, taking all the equipment out of Iraq. So we were outside the wire every single day, like you know what I mean? And, and
1: what's outside the wire mean?
0: Outside the wire means you're 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 not on the base and you're not on the oh I, I don't oh, wanna call it a safe zone, but you're not yeah, on the fucking yeah. base anymore. The more now safe you're outside zone. where fucking they all hate you. Yeah. And that might be an ID and there's a dead dog and they could've gutted it and filled it full of fucking explosives and you know outside the wire is like Everyone's. Everyone hates you. I see what you, you, mean. you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, hostile, hostile <sighs> territories. Yeah. What like the other dudes in the group in mm-hmm. Bilderberg were they servicemen, ex-army dudes? No, none of them. Right. So this is some. It's interesting to me. I can't really off the top of my head, other than like cannabis joining the military, kind of after the apex of his rap career. Yeah. I don't know a lot of military. Uh, I mean, a lot of like hip hop artists who had military backgrounds. Maybe I'm
0: just. I don't know. Um, Can you, do you know any off the top? Yo, I did. I did. I, I want to say it's not a little cool. Just definitely cut this, but uh, <laughs> so, someone major. It was someone major, yeah. like old school and big, but I think they were Air Force. Because, oh, you know, remember. a lot of times,
1: you know, <coughs> well, you I've often never hear that like, people who are like police officers and stuff you know doing that but but like the military one even you know I don't really hear about it a lot and so I w- it was interesting when I like read your background and shit. Right. Uh, and, and you wear it on your on your sleeve. It's almost part of your image. It, yeah. And, yeah. And literally, he's, he's got on yeah. fucking listen with your
0: ears, guys, and li- look with your eyes. He's my got tattoo. a fucking tattoo on his arm. Scumbags. Uh, that was my platoon name. But yeah, it's, it's, it's part of like uh, the image, the, the marketing, the, the album titles
1: and shit like yeah. that. And uh, it, it's just, I was trying to think about, it. does anybody have, have ever, and anybody rep that on their shit? And I couldn't, nah. excuse me, I couldn't really think of it. Negative. How do you feel like, well, I mean, do you get a, a good response from hip-hop fans in that are in the military or have been in the military? Yeah, of course definitely. See, so I, yeah. I figured that, but I was wondering, were the people, maybe when you was in the service, you were like sharing your ideas, your dreams, Yo, they, and they were not people that weren't down. No, or,
0: dude, or they, they, they were so supportive. My, my platoon, everyone that I came in contact with was so fucking supportive of the shit that we would be on mission in Iraq, and we would... Sergeant Jimerson, we called him Jimmy Jam he would he would clog up the whole fucking airways uh, like on our our comms you know what I mean and he would be playing my song in his truck but he would like make it so everyone <laughs> could fucking hear yeah. it as we're about to pull That's out and like go on a real mission and I'm like Jimmy Jam stop it man come on man were you recording at the time when you would be like I on was on leave or some shit I was recording in my barracks room What? in my barracks room yeah I had a wall locker, and I put, like, fucking foam in it, and I had a little USB mic into my MacBook Pro. Damn. Yeah, dog. Damn, like, the wonders
1: of technology. It's crazy. You can be fucking... Jesus.
0: Yeah, I was recording over God to, damn. in Fort Hood. I tried to record in Iraq, but it just didn't really work. It was just so hectic all the time. You never yeah, knew. you can't never knew fucking what, imagine, bro. You just never knew your schedule or what was next, or you know what I mean? Like, also, I can't imagine it's the most... Uh, fostering of creativity That environment mm-hmm. You know like a lo- Anger A lot of anger man But did you find
1: yourself Being able to channel it Into actually writing While you were over there Feeling Yeah not yeah
0: even over there really Government funded The album that I dropped In 2013 uh, Man that I was very angry On that album And I was And I was like Talking shit On like Or not army particular, but just like fuck government, the military. I was pissed, man. Yeah, of course. They told us we were supposed to go home. And uh, after six months, they said, hey, keep the lights on for the troops. We're coming home early. So like people's wives who had moved moved back to where their hometown is while, you know, to like stay with their parents or whatever while their husband's deployed. They started moving back to Fort Hood and quitting their jobs and coming back because they thought we were coming back. We get to Kuwait. And they're like, hey, uh, by the way, we're going to just stay, hang out here for fucking six months. (laughs) And we're going to do like gunnery and and training exercises and shit and basically just be like sent calm reserve. I don't know. I don't want to violate OPSEC here. (laughs) But I think I could say that. Don't violate OPSEC on damaged goods. I don't want to get flagged. So we were pissed, man. You know what I mean? Like. Everyone was pissed Yeah We lived in a 60 man tent For like six months dude You know how fucking What Number dudes I mean like And
1: that's six months Is the next Like yo we'll be here Two more weeks guys It's fucking six months fucking six months (laughs) So I mean Okay so you got The support of a, like your peers Definitely And now when you come home yeah. And like say you play shows Or people are listening to music Who maybe wasn't hip That you was ex-military they And they happen to be uh, Ex-military too They probably like love you Right? They're probably, like yo Yeah
0: I'm getting a lot of that now Especially Like now that the album dropped And you know I guess shit's spreading There's motherfuckers On military bases In Hawaii And Germany And Alaska And fucking all types of spots Right now Bumping my shit And so I'm getting a lot of you know, messages or followers it, or whatever, and, and I've noticed that they're all like soldiers that I don't that I don't know. You know what yeah, I, mean? Well, not, I mean? I'm
1: sure you're speaking to them with an experience that's only unique to you and them.
0: Right, yeah.
1: Well, now, what about on the flip side of things? Like, have you ever... Because hip-hop, there's a lot of history in hip-hop with hip-hop maybe not being down with, like, the government or trusting the authorities, and then the army is a branch of the government, so, like, has anyone ever been not down with you because of this, or have you caught any flack, feedback, criticism?
0: Absolutely not, and if you listen to the first track on my album it's me getting in trouble in the military remember yeah, i was telling you yeah. about that i recorded that shit yeah 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 you was talking about that on the radio mm-hmm. show. yeah i'm snapping i'm yelling at staff sergeants and shit like yeah no nah, man i always had that i was always i guess a rebel you know what i mean i was always like fuck your authority but i'm a i'm a good soldier and i handle my shit and and you'll never have to like fucking clean up after me And if, you know what I mean, anybody that was under me, I made sure they were straight and shit, you know what I mean? But it was like when it came to dumb shit and they have us out here in 120 degrees sweeping the fucking sand off of our Humvees that are parked in the sand. (laughs) I literally was like, yo, anybody that doesn't outrank me, go back to the fucking tent and sit on your bunks. And if they say something, you know what I mean. Tom Scaife, special. Oh, he Skeif. was used up shit. Fifteen dude. minutes later, here comes the lieutenant Scaife. Yeah, you know what I mean, you I'm like, sir, this some is shit. some fucking bullshit. they I mean, they're out here risking heat stroke and shit. You know yeah. what I mean? That's dangerous. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I'd be like, you don't need a whole platoon of my fuckers out here to do this. Like, I'll stay out here and do it. Let them sit in this fucking. But they didn't want. It was called busy work. That you're not yeah, allowed yeah. to sit around because then you start getting crazy. You know, no, that's
1: don't take offense to this. It's things like that that, and I'm I have a very big problem with authority. I've had my little record with. The law yeah. as well, but I would have. I don't. I could have never have gone into that. It's not even much of my family. My family has a history of being on the other side of things, mm-hmm. for lack of a better phrase. Yeah, mine as well. So I'm not great with authority, but it's it's an instance like that that I have that problem with anything, with any job, with whatever, whatever mm-hmm. I'm doing. So I couldn't imagine being in your case, like case, being in the army in Iraq or Kuwait and having those things come up because I would maybe I would do the same thing as you. I don't know yeah. if I'm there, but I do have a problem with looking at something and like, that just looks unnecessary. unnecessary. It's, a, it's a bad use of, of time, energy. It's inefficient. If I was running the business right. or whatever, I wouldn't do that. So I always cause a problem in those cases, man. Exactly, dude. Like, I, 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 I feel I, where you're
0: coming from. And I had some, of course I had massive amounts of respect for massive amounts of soldiers and shit. Yeah, like, from your peers. Yeah, so it's like a lot of people that you know had rank on their fucking chest You know, would hear that I'm, I'm skew got in trouble or mouthed off to whoever the fuck. And they would kind of come and be like, look, man. We know just, you're right, but. just Yeah, just chill out, you know what I mean? Play but ball. We're, we don't want to give you an Article 15, man. We don't want to no fuck that up. No one wants an Article 15. Nah,
1: man. For, for my uh, layman's, including myself, what's the Article 15? Article
0: 15 is what happens when you get in uh, court. Oh, mo-
1: yes. You expl- my fault. Continue, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's when you, when you get in trouble in the military, and, and they basically will take your rank. They'll fucking take your pay for a certain period of time, you know what I mean? You'll have to earn your yeah. rank back and shit. Uh, so when they gave me mine, luckily they didn't take my rank or pay. They just put me on extra duty for two weeks. I recall
1: you explaining this on the rainy yeah on on the show. So yeah, now now I get
0: it. I mean, like
1: that. I think that's been my largest turnoff to military of any kind is just the authority thing, man. Somebody else. It's like in the in the Godfather. Uh, fucking Sonny's telling Michael there's a famous scene. He's like, yeah, you're going n- again. No offense, bro. Cause yeah, no, my no. grandfather, he, he was, he was a pal. He served. Of course. He, yeah. he, just like, you know, you go, some other guy you don't know sends you, Oh no, this is Donnie Brasco. I'm tripping nah, <laughs> uh, Lefty goes, uh, you know, some other guy you don't know sends you to whack some other guy. You don't know, you know? Yeah. Um, and so that was my thing. Like, I, I, you know, doing, doing certain things. If there was a reason behind it for family or money or your, protecting your interests like at home like it made sense to me but doing that like it was hard for me to make, a se- make sense mm-hmm. up here you know what I'm saying right, right. but I get it you were coming from a situation you're getting in trouble X, Y, and Z places yeah. limiting your resources and now you got a baby on the way like I've had friends who joined the military purely out of the same reasons you yeah, have yeah. you know
0: it's not you know not saying like I'm uh, not patriotic or whatever but it's like I didn't join to yeah, be like. I see where you're coming from. I want to go kill motherfuckers because yeah, yeah. America. Like that's not at all. No, I know. And no, there's no. so many others like me too. Yeah, I, and, and you know, you know what? I mean, like I give. I got to give credit to that. I, that's a
1: lot more people I've learned as I've grown up. Yeah, dude. More and more people who did go it for, for college your reasons, or like, yeah, yeah. Basically, like lack of opportunity, mm-hmm. and then oh, all of a sudden now you're going into service. I do yeah. know some people who were the former, like the yeah, man, fuck it. I'm going joining in peacetime to just be you know serve and mm-hmm. love America, and but I did meet a lot more kids as i grew up
0: um coming from the 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 experience you had yeah and dude it's life it's life changing and i've had a lot
1: of guests on my podcast none no rappers but i've had guests that are working music or arts uh and other facets who had served and done tours in uh, afghanistan iraq things like that and in the conversations that they've had on here i'm super happy that they were opened up on this platform about their shit but Mm -hmm. you know they kind of had a similar look at it like you did, you know, like, you know, they weren't all gun hole patriotic. They were frustrated by the ways things were ran. They did what they had to do over there and they did it good. And they, they were respected and respecting others. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like some of them, like you know, I've had a friend that got blown up a couple times. he has been yeah. hit up, you know? And 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 some they're physically all right, and but the, the one of my boys who's the most physically all right. I'm touching my body as I'm talking. You guys mm-hmm. can't hear that, but he's physically better than off. But he's the mentally worstest off right. of all my friends who served. You know? Yeah. And yeah. He, and um, so like, there's a a lot of that shit is the shit that weighs heavy on my mind too. Right. You know?
0: Definitely, man. Yeah, it's real, dude. It's real, and a lot of a lot are worse off than others. Like you said, I'm I'm blessed. I feel like I came back, I'm good, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, some things freak me out sometimes from oh, time sure. to time. It's like crowded places really, <clears throat> I don't fuck with so crowded. So how
1: do you deal with performing at concerts and <laughs> That's <laughs> different, bro, that's like. Cause you're up on the stage?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like, little, But you you strike me as the dude who jump off the stage I loved, rapping the crowd I love chaos though, <laughs> like I love the chaos. It's just, I don't know, maybe example like a crowded fucking bar. And you know you're getting you're standing there talking to your boy and you keep getting like bumped into or something. I mean yeah, I guess that would piss anybody off, but like I don't know. It's like as soon as that starts happening, I'm like yo I gotta get the fuck out of here, guys. For real, we gotta go. You know what I mean? Like let's pair a tab and leave. You know? It's like I just yeah. can't deal with that. I don't know. Sometimes uh, like someone will fucking slam a car door or something Loud noise outside just- of the fucking crib while I'm like laying down or whatever. I'm like whoa, you know what I mean? And then like ah oh, shut up, you're cool. It's funny the one time. Uh, my girlfriend's dad was playing Call of Duty in the basement of her crib. (laughs) And I'm in the living room with her. Oh no. Oh no. And I hear, I hear, Oh no, dude. But it's such a low volume. And it's like I wasn't even freaking out. I was just trying to figure it out. I was like, Am I fucking tripping? Oh man. And like I'm open, I'm looking out the blinds down the street. I'm like, Do you hear that? And she's like, Yeah. And then we figured out that it was her, her pops downstairs playing Call of Duty at just a, vo- a level of volume that it sounded like it was down the street a little ways. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was like, hold the fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, put the TV on mute and shit. Fuck, that's that flashback it was shit, just, man. It was just like a weird coincidence situation, I guess. But I'm cool, man. A lot of people are cool. way, way worse, and my, my heart goes out to them because I know lots of them that are fucked up. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah. physically good, but mentally not nah, you know do you mean? think
1: if you did like psychedelics and shit it would give you flashbacks not during the trip
0: but after the trip no i think that psychedelics can help <laughs>
1: that's what i that's what i would argue but not being a, a vet i can't say that
0: yeah i think psychedelics can definitely help and it's been proven that they can they do shit with you know they do mdma experiments and they do the micro dosing with psilocybin and shit and they do it on, with vets like yeah 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 um I think I think it's useful. It helps, man. It helps you clear, you know how good you feel after a trip, yeah. you know what I mean? like Reset. Reset, yeah.
1: And you've reflected, at least for me, I reflect on things in my life and sometimes, you know, you're not always going to feel good when you're reflecting because you're like, oh man, I don't, really, I don't really like how I did that or I don't really like the way I handled this. Maybe I should do this better. Right. But it kind of, you think about it, so you can kind of approach things In a mm-hmm. little better manner And I, I think that's also the reason Why some people are resistant to, to psychedelics They don't want to have to Criticize themselves Yeah But maybe like you know You feel refreshed Because you got a new perspective On things you know
0: Yeah absolutely No I think they could help man That's what's up man Definitely Good shit Have you, are you Do you ever uh, use it For healing I'm not I'm not like
1: And liability to speak On such a matter
0: No it's cool <laughs> I just I'm not real big on tripping Oh no I, I definitely have Eaten my fair share of mushrooms And no And doubt. I like Molly. I did Molly recently, dude. Like for the first time. <laughs> I love this guy. But for the first time, like I've somehow made it twenty-seven years. Hey, dude, without it, doing it, it happens, bro. I've it done happens. everything else under the fucking sun. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. But that was incredible. That See, that shit could help. See, it's funny for me, man. And I always have a strong belief in that every substance
1: affects everybody different. We all have different reactions yeah. to it. And I did a lot of, not a lot, I did a lot of ecstasy. I said it again a lot when I was younger, right? And then mm-hmm. I went along long period with no MDMA. And then, you know, Molly comes, which is just a reformed version of MDMA or a more pure form. More pure, right? Uh, you know, I tampered with it in my recent years. And I didn't like it as much because the come down. For some reason, it was look, the worst thing for me ever. Really, and some people were like, "Oh, you just didn't get any good ones, so I tried some good Molly from somebody with a more reputable source, and it was st- it wouldn't be as bad, but still for me, and I, I'm like, fuck, man, why it's supposed to make me feel so much better? Like yeah. other things do too, but it just I got to be okay, Jake the Snake. This is the way it affects you, man. You just maybe Skin. this went
0: for you. That's kind of why I don't smoke, man. Yeah, and, yo, and that's all good. I, sometimes I feel sometimes it makes me more. It gives me more anxiety Some, Yo, I have a lot you know of mean? people
1: who, who say that And I feel you I do it for the opposite I have opposite. to be in the mood To want to yeah. smoke Straight it, up. it calms me down If not I have a tr- hair trigger temper mm-hmm. So it keeps me Really chill right. man Hey mm-hmm. dude But I, I, the same reason Why it makes me calm It does the opposite For a lot of people I yep. get it I get it mm-hmm. You know
0: um, Yeah everything affects Everyone I
1: like They're so into MDMA and They're like Want to It sounds fun Because then you're not Drinking alcohol or you,
0: you, or you can drink a fucking case of alcohol and oh, not even be fucking drunk. True. You know I mean? ended up just
1: drinking mad water and like dancing. I feel mm-hmm. I do enjoy it, but it's the next morning and like not even the next morning, but the the end of it. Man, it takes all my serotonin and it just like murder. It like it. What do you call it? it eradicates all my serotonin. Yeah, like it, strip genocide on my serotonin. <laughs> you know, right. I mean, alcohol and other drugs can do that if I it continued like days in a row. Now, yeah, not as much when I was younger. I think I have less serotonin.
0: Yeah, I'd say I do. I don't know. I I do my best to foster serotonin yeah, growth. Right. It's gotta, tough. It's, it's fucking. Uh, it's a valuable crop. Yeah, five <laughs> HTP,
1: L theanine, smiling, laughing, sunshine, yep. vitamin D. I try not to party too hard. Days and days in a row. Right. St. Patty's Day, I went pretty hard by accident.
0: Yeah. I I went pretty hard this weekend. Ah,
1: uh, uh, it happens, dude. My birthday is next weekend, so it's like I have oh, to, wow. to go hard. Yeah, man.
0: Happy early birthday, man. Thank you. Thank you, thank
1: you. Um, but it's like, well, I know I'm going to go hard then. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fuck, man. I went really hard this weekend too, and I'm getting older now. So going hard, it just hit me this year too that I can't go as hard as I used to, man. Right. You know, it just all of a sudden like I can't do the three four days in a row.
0: Uh huh. I, I used to you. go like I a maniac. You. Man. Yeah, I used to do. I mean, I can't say I don't anymore. You still you
1: look you're more younger than me, dude. So I feel like you're fine, dude.
0: Yeah, I'm all right. I mean, sometimes I get a little crazy, but I do I, too. I reel back in. See, my craziness
1: doesn't last as long now. Go to, it the, has an start going to the gym
0: and shit and like try and rebalance. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah.
1: <sighs> I developed a theory when I was in high school and I still sort of adopt it now. I was. Uh, I was, I've always been kind of into health shit and I was getting into like supplements and healthy vitamins and things like that yeah. and I started taking a lot of them when I was a young teenager in my mind to compensate and cancel out all the different drugs I was doing and because I was down to try shit I didn't even know back then. Right. I was just f- so I was like, well, I'm going to do all these healthy things over here. So basically I'm fine. <laughs> um, so I still do that right. now too. I eat healthy and
0: vitamins and yeah. exercise
1: and then I'll get all types of fucked up in the game. So.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: All right. What is your uh, what is your chew a choice right?
0: I like Grizzly Wintergreen.
1: Grizzly, that's the brand.
0: Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I only know Skull. Mm. I know Skull. I guess I'll choose Skull if if I have to. You know what I mean? But is that is that some off brand lame shit? Just, yeah. Well, no. I think Skull is more uh, like a bigger brand, but I just don't really fuck with it. Something about the flavoring oh. and shit. I don't, I don't know. know. Bad for you or different brands? Know, it just tastes fake or something. <laughs>
1: What's the You ever mess with this stuff What's it called Snuff like I, the, It's I, like a tobacco Kind of thing or like you can th- swallow it
0: right Or something but or no, what, You know, mean you put up your snuff? nose yeah, yeah 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 I've never done that
1: and I've never done What, what that is But uh, At ayahuasca ceremonies Which I tend to Attend quite often Really There's this thing Yeah I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. The
0: Yaboga root.
1: Yeah, well, it's different. It's a, oh, it ob- different? Yeah, it's the Ayahuasca root. And I, they're very similar. Very okay. similar, but, but different, but very similar in the properties. And at the ceremonies a lot, there's this this ground tobacco they call Hopi, or Hopi. And it's like a snuff. It, it, you know, these little wooden contraptions that you mm-hmm. pack with this ground tobacco. Okay. And you pack it in, then you put one up your nostril, and you blow into it. It shoots it up. And then you switch it and do the other nostril. Mm. And it's it's like an upper, it's a stimulant. And it's kind of used during the ceremonies to, it's a long ceremony, you know, eight hours. I was going to say nine dude, hours. And, you know, you may be vomiting and shit. And you I'm may into not this, shit, I this shit, man. I researched this shit. I'll tell you all Where, about it. Where do you it. go for it? Um, out here, I go into Panka Canyon. Okay. Um, it's, it's connected to a church that I go to that my boy, a kid I grew up with back home right. um, in Boston. They put me on it. I have used to, plug to go me in Boston. I used to go to New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, Puerto Rico I've gone. I, I was going to yeah.
0: say, it's like down South America yeah, and shit. Yeah, I mean, I I could, that's
1: where it comes from. And they, you can have the, the ceremonies anywhere, but that's where mm-hmm. the vine has grown. And that's why you have to make sure it's coming from
0: and they legit have a, places. And they have a shaman and shit. Yeah, and my that. boy is actually like, he's,
1: he's what would be considered like a shaman. They don't use that word in his church, but okay. he's like, he can legally administer
0: it. Like he can okay. fly with a
1: habit. He uh. does things like that. But they use this ground tobacco, snuff like stuff to kind of help wake you up during the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you're, you're hurt. You're da- not hurt, but you're like tired. You're down and it'll get you like a little back up. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's weird because, It's not like blowing drugs up your nose that you're you're ready for it because you're controlling this device. So when you blow your mouth, Mm -hmm. it shoots it at your nose. So it's like you're the one inflicting it. It's Mm kind of scary. Have you ever had an eye test? Yeah, you go to a doctor and they test your eyes. You know how like. That you put your eyeball up close to this thing and it puffs a little air into yeah, it
0: yeah I know exactly what you're talking about those Our things contacts, yeah. dude
1: fucking freak scariest mm-hmm. thing in the goddamn world dude I've had a gun in my face multiple times and I would prefer yeah. that over the eyeball thing the that eyeball, shit is scary you don't know when it's coming and, and that's the like, thing yeah. so with this thing you know when it's coming because you're the one blowing up your nose and so you are scared and it, yeah. it never doesn't f- freak me out
0: that's wild it stings a little but not bad how how are your how are them trips man um oh, man, I mean, powerful I, like I've, bro I've researched i've I've watched youtube shit like i'm I'm into this type of shit yeah
1: wait, wait so did you know about it? before your I, how long have you known about I think him?
0: I Joe Rogan is probably like when I started to get interested in that and like DMT and shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I do know. Uh,
1: shit. You were at the float lab the other day, weren't you or you were at some
0: Yeah, yeah, the float lab, man. I do the the uh sensory deprivation floats See, the best, that's some man.
1: shit I haven't done. I need to get into They're that, great,
0: dude, dude. You could uh like reach uh what do they say astral planes like if you yeah. if you meditate it's crazy man it's just I'm into crazy. that type of shit I mean
1: I am too I, w- I really especially living in California I need to go to one of those there's mm-hmm. a lot of them out here yeah. I want to do that how long is you in there for an hour hour, hour? Mm-hmm. damn I need to go dude
0: but it, it's like weird because it just it kind of you lose track of it and then all of a sudden it's over and you're like whoa is what? it is
1: it like I don't know if you're someone who gets claustrophobic. Is I do. Is am I gonna? Get claustrophobic?
0: It's not like a MRI scared. situation. Never right? had an MRI either. Me neither. So. <laughs> but like you know what I mean. The tube that Yeah, that, that they put shit put you, looks
1: terrifying. Dude. Yeah, it
0: ain't like that. It's big enough. Like and you All right, word. and you step in it and you and you pull the hood down on it. It's like. Is it hot water? It's your body. It's body temperature. Oh okay. Right. So so you can't. So when you're floating in it, you can't tell the difference between the water and your own body. You know what I mean? That's crazy, dude. So that's why if you can meditate if you're if you're well practiced at it enough you can meditate to the point where you can fucking your consciousness can go somewhere and you know what I mean leave you cuz you don't even f- feel yourself no more you know what I mean it's like astral projectory type shit I don't know if do you've you ever heard you of it you do that.
1: like meditation and shit
0: yeah, yeah yeah i try to yeah did you start that pre or post military i think in the military
1: you found out how to
0: meditate yeah in and the it military. and it was because it was because uh they would Well they wouldn't teach you this But you had a little book In boot camp And it was like Here's how you fall asleep After a day of madness When you (laughs) When you know You're only gonna get Two hours of sleep Like taking You know deep breaths And shit like that And so I guess You know that I was meditating But didn't even realize it Yeah You know what I mean And then I got out And I don't know I just kind of have been Into that shit since then And fucking I try to meditate As best I can My mind's always gears is always spinning, dude. I'm yeah, like, dude, yeah, I, I gotta I, write my theory. shit down.
1: Like, that's what's the hardest thing about meditating is for me mm-hmm. is, is slowing it down in, in the ayahuasca ceremonies. There's points of, of meditation. They call them where I go a concentration, which is mm-hmm. a part of the ceremony where for about, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes, you're, everyone, the music stops, uh, maybe they'll dim the lights. Everyone sits down instead of standing, or sits in their seats. And, uh-huh. and, and um, it's kind of like a guided meditation. Maybe okay. one of the guys leading yeah. the, the ceremony, the work, will, will talk. And those are the only times I've really been able to like get into it. Yeah. And it's tough because you've got this powerful psychedelic going through your body, so your mind does race. Yeah. But it's racing about things that it would be racing about, even if you were dancing, singing. But it's only about kind of the things you you're supposed to be thinking about. You're supposed right. to be receiving either the intentions you went in with or what you really need to get. Yeah. Um, and it's usually like the way the structure, of the ceremonies I go to works is the first time they do one of those meditative periods, it's usually two or three of them mm-hmm. throughout the long ceremony. The first time is usually right after the first round of, of ayahuasca's drinking. So it's kind of right when the medicine starts to hit you. So right. you start to have felt shit, and you're sitting there for five minutes, quiet, and it's just guided meditation. Then you start to feel a little wavy. Mm-hmm. Then you break out of that, and maybe some back to music, or some you know, hymns you're singing, and then that's when it comes right. in, you know? Do you, uh,
0: do you recall, like, do you, were you talking to entities and oh, shit dude, in different I mean, I,
1: I talk about it a lot on here, so I know some of you guys are probably like, shut the fuck up, Jake. <laughs> but,
0: uh, but yeah,
1: dude, I've seen colors that don't exist. I've heard sounds that you never hear. Like, I, real intimate... Moments with like God and yeah, change yeah. my whole outlook on spirituality or religion or whatever mm-hmm. people want to call it and, mm-hmm. and, and, and my understanding of my place in the
0: universe and everybody's you I know. mean, I'm a universe guy, man. That's God. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah.
1: And that's, I mean, dude, I felt
0: it. I seen it. Like, yeah. So now I feel my, like man just put a face to God. Yeah. And then we got all these different ones. Yeah, you know yeah,
1: yeah exactly. Like, I, my understanding is kind of like. It's all the same, God. Yeah. You know, I could I could go into a mosque, a Catholic church, a synagogue, a Baptist church. I feel like I could pray in each of them the same way. Yep. I could receive the same healings. I only see it as like humans, like man separating us, segregating our belief systems and, mm-hmm. and, and, and putting things up. So yeah. I don't, you know, and you I know that sounds real hippy, dippy, it. trippy, weirdo shit, but that's just that's just how I feel about yeah. it now. Where I was, before this, you would probably have, many people may have said I was an atheist. Not an atheist, but I was, I didn't, Believe in karma, and I didn't really have a
0: belief in a lot of shit because I just had seen so much foul shit. Yeah, right, right. It was hard for me to believe it's like there in this. Can't be someone looking out. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And and then when I, even the first experience, dude, which was so fucking intense, that just changed everything. Really? Dude. Was it yeah. scary,
0: intense? Like,
1: yeah, dude. There was periods of my first time, and the first time I went, I went for two two days back to back with my boy, just and they were alone. It was just one on one. It wasn't like the group ones that okay. I go to now. And then my boy is leading it because he can. Yeah. Fucking gnarly, dude. I was like screaming for uh, begging for forgiveness, like s- crying. I felt yeah. like I was getting whipped, like repenting for my sins, like felt right. like a stigmata in my hands and feet. Damn. Like it was gnarly, dude. I was crying, fucking screaming, then laughing for like ever and ever yeah, and ever. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of intense shit, you Just know. Just waves of shit. I wasn't scared going into it because I was in a dark place at that period where I had nothing to lose. It was like, so like I did not care. Yeah. You know, and I, I think if people are real apprehensive about going, maybe it's not the right time. Like, I, my boy had offered
0: me to go for and years. And I would only go, obviously, you need a, someone to guide it. Yeah,
1: and you have to, like, my boy didn't have to vouch for me because he was in that position where he could be the one and be like, yeah, you're all good. Yeah. But uh, if I have other friends i want to put on, I have to, like, go to these guys and basically vouch for them. It's not vouching, but they kind of just ask you a little questionnaire because they want to make sure you're doing it right and, and safe. So they got to make sure you're not on, like, anti- uh, depressants like SSRIs, Uh certain medications you can have a really bad reaction to. Yeah. Okay. And certain medications you can also have no reaction. Some people, you know, they want to make sure you're adhering to a suggested diet and regimen that you go a few days before and a few days after. Yeah. Just so your body can actually receive it. Some people were like, I didn't really feel anything. I said, well, were you eating fried food and milk and drinking Mm -hmm. alcohol the day before? And are you on these pills? And maybe that's why. Also, you might've gone to some bullshit scam artist where it's bunk, stuff yeah right it's not a drug but it's like anything it's got to be a quality brew of like just like if you're making tea yeah, yeah. Or, or coffee Definitely. is a weak ass coffee mm-hmm. or is it strong like this shit has to be made a certain way right and so you know they just kind of run you through a, it's not like a tough screening process but i think the fact that they're not just saying yeah yeah yeah, come on come on right come on, that point.
0: would make it illegit yeah me. it would be raise like, a red flag right so is this about money or what you yeah know what I mean? and that's the
1: thing like it's not at least where i go it's of not. course yeah, yeah, yeah and it's really that makes it more, uh, I don't know, just I feel better about it. Yeah, You know, where I, there's some things I'm like, that might be a scam, Mm -hmm. because I heard about that, especially a lot of the destination ones.
0: Yes, that's what I'm, yeah. That's like, you know. I've heard about them down in South America or wherever the fuck. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's in South America, Central America, they'll do them too, and Mm -hmm. and, and it's like a scam. It's somebody maybe running something for a lot of people who are just on some, a touristy type trip, and they're taking advantage of, and you know, you don't get received the proper, not, they don't maybe run the ceremony the right way, or mm-hmm. the, or, or anyway, or whatever. Maybe the yeah, ayahuasca itself yeah. isn't well made or yeah.
0: bullshit. You know, that's crazy, man. I'm I'm definitely interested in that. Yeah, man, it's it's wild shit, man. I I, I can't say it is not. Um, it's not a,
1: it's not a, um, fun trip. Like it, you know, people always ask me if 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 I've had a bad trip. On it But I was I'm like gonna. It is a bad trip Right But it's a good trip too It's all these trips It's
0: like a you're cleansing
1: not, yeah. yeah And you're not supposed to fight it You're supposed to let it do What it's gotta do right. And it's gonna work you sometimes More than others You mm-hmm. know uh, uh It always ends beautifully It's right. always very euphoric And positive I've, al-
0: and that's, I've always heard that too From anyone I've talked to That's done it
1: Yeah And I think that's An important thing for people To keep in mind Because it's not just about having fun and making things easy. Anything really worth it in life takes while I work. Like music, yeah. like whatever you're doing. Yeah. So you got to work, go through some rough parts and then the the end result is great. Right. And that's basically a reflection of what life is. So that's sure. why I also hold it in such high regard, you know? Yeah, definitely. It's university shit, man. We have, we can build more about it if you're uh, if you down. Yeah. Some wild some Yeah, wild I, I really you know? am. I mean, I would imagine I went, one of the biggest things that healed for me was PTSD, not from the army, but from life mm-hmm. shit. Um, and I could imagine that being a
0: very helpful, helpful thing have yeah, read in about, your situation. You know? I've read that people like, with you know, addiction, like heroin addictions and shit. I have a fucking, friend and I
1: can vouch for this. I have a friend, let me cut you off. So oh, no, from good. back home in Boston, he went to uh, quit his opiate addiction, Oxycontin's. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. he instantly quit. Not only did he quit no that, shit. it it made him stop using all substances as a byproduct. He only really went with the intention of the opiates, right. and it just made him stop.
0: Right, it's it like flip some type yeah. of switch. And, and I'm saying like,
1: maybe not, it's not going to do that for everybody, but it, you know.
0: No, I believe there, there's plenty of therapeutic value, medicinal value, and all that shit, dude. DMT, fucking yep. shrooms. I did the micro dosing uh, with shrooms one time. I did it for like I don't know, maybe like a month. But I felt great, dude, and like my fucking reflexes were insane. Mm-hmm. Like I was like a ninja, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I swear it was just—I felt just on point at all times. It was great, but I wasn't tripping. You know what I mean? It yeah. was like point two, you know. What I mean, in a little capsule, you know, and I would just take it in the morning, just like you would take any other type of medication, and I would just be on fucking point, dude. It was, I've, I've,
1: I've micro dosed, but not for a long enough time. I think like not in many consecutive days, and I really want to because. You're not tripping. It's not like you can't go and do your thing. Hey, I'm right. tripping, man. It's like, it, it's your body's feeling it, but mm-hmm. you're not, I don't know how to describe it. I mean, you're not like feeling it, like going through it, tripping balls, no, dude. Yeah, yeah, no. And- uh, and people always say shit about it too like well how, how come you've gone so many times if it's supposed to heal you I'm like do you take your fucking heart medication once and it's all good do you take your antidepressant once and you're done no all you right. take this shit every day. every day sometimes you just take four or five pills a day so that. even if you have to do something a few times doesn't negate its power mm-hmm. you know and all healing you know you don't go to church once and say a prayer and that shit's done right yeah like everything takes work and that's again it's a reflection of life like you have to work constantly at things. Absolutely. these quick fixes are not a real thing they've never been a real thing mm-hmm. um and you you know, you have to understand you got to put work in this yeah, shit, you know? Sure. I mean, it's just the way it goes. Like, even yeah. people who go to rehab, you know, I've got family and friends who've dealt with substances over their lives, and sometimes you go into rehab. It's just a and, vicious cycle. And, and it's not going to be just one month in and you're done, When mm-hmm. you start going to AA meetings, you, you know, you might relapse one, two, yeah. three, four, five times. Yeah. I've had friends who had to go rehab three times.
0: Oh, um, me too. You know? Dude, my boy. Or, and,
1: exactly. And so I think people who aren't familiar with that realm, they assume, okay, well, once you start on that path. Like you should be fine, and then when this person relapses, the friends and family, are like, Oh my god, I can't believe it! I'm like, right. No, this is gonna happen, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. but they're gonna relapse a couple times, mm-hmm. it's not an easy path, no. Um, but but you gotta work at it, right?
0: You know, of course, yeah. So, I'm so. glad I man, I escaped that, shit. yeah. I, I, a lot of my boys are dead in jail. From the dope, the yeah, heroin, bro. In, man. in
1: Boston, that we have the, one of the worst opiate problems for for a long time. Yeah. I've I've lost lots of friends, mm-hmm. and some of my that are still alive, but they're dead up here. I mean,
0: I'm no fucking angel. Yeah, you know I mean, but, I party. Yeah, we all we all but, do. Uh, dope. That's nah.
1: Yeah, and I never <laughs> I never got into the opiate thing, especially when it started big in Boston around like t- year two thousand. And I had a lot of friends who were ill. dudes started slipping quick. Yeah, I watched how quick. And uh, I I just didn't get into it. And I tried it like some of these older kids, like, you know, they're selling drugs, they're doing drugs, they're making their money, doing whatever they're doing. And then Mm -hmm. they offer me this thing. And I'm like, what's that, blow? Like, no, no, it's a line of like an Oxycontin. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, all right. So I try it with them and stuff. And I, I it it. it just didn't
0: get me. It made me, it just makes me nauseous as fuck. It made
1: me just itchy and not high.
0: And irritated.
1: And so I was like, oh, I don't really, I don't get it. Yeah. Like, so I be, I've done other things and be like, "Yo, this is fucking awesome. I yeah, love it." Right. right away, I just didn't like it, and then I got to watch these guys deteriorate in an incredibly rapid rate, and, yeah, and so many people that I was like, "Well, I definitely don't want to
0: get into no, this fuck shit." Fuck that. I don't yeah. even like take it. Like, if I have to take Vikes for like a two-two uh, tooth situation, and, like, I don't even like that, man. Yep,
1: man. It's and I, I mean, that, I've known people who've got big surgeries and they'll swear off the medication they're giving because they're scared, dude. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, you know, I, I think I told you this off air. I had a friend of mine. Uh, who ended up in your city, living there post a the jail sentence in Pennsylvania? He was coming from Massachusetts, out of mm-hmm. state, with heroin uh-huh. because it was making a lot more money in Pittsburgh area yeah, or Philly yeah. area, or wherever. And then he ended up on how you know, like on probation, he had to stay in the state, so he had family in Pittsburgh, so he stayed there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see. But you know, like uh, it's it's it big in a lot of cities. I think that it's big everywhere. I guess.
0: It's definitely Rust Belt. East Coast and Midwest. Yeah, Rust Belt. Situation. It's just places
1: where there once was industry, once were jobs.
0: Yeah, out here you don't even like hear about it. Well, anything. out here, no,
1: they don't. Out here I, I see meth is way bigger, mm. and it's more readily available and cheap. And, and crack is still pretty big out here. Method really? is not big in the East Coast, but it's not nearly as popular as mm-hmm. it used to be, I feel. Mm-hmm. But out here, yeah, it's, I think because meth is just... Maybe I don't know, meth is just closer to the epicenters of where it's made.
0: Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It's very different drugs things. I've and, never done meth.
1: Yeah, neither have I. I
0: I, I might have not done Not to some, my knowledge at least. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah few, sometimes
1: you don't know. Like, there There's a few meth? shaky
0: times where yeah. I thought I was doing something, but I don't yeah. think it was that. But.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm straight on that. It's yeah. Not my thing either. Uh and I mean it was funny, it's like meth meth heads. Sometimes I feel like, tell me if you, you ever see somebody, you can, if you, they're fucked up, we kind of know what they're on. I, I can tell this guy's yeah. drunk until he's high.
0: And tell when someone's on OCs yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can tell when you're scratchy, those, you're tripping uh, on right.
1: Schroeder, MDMA, the eyeballs are dilated. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes I feel like, you know, I see the meth tweakers in LA a lot. And usually when people are on drugs, I'm not really worried about you. Maybe a drunk dude who wa- maybe wants to fight. Stoner mm-hmm. ain't going to do shit. Tripping dude, just let him trip. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, people on opiates ain't doing shit. They <laughs> might not be awake. <laughs> right, but a right. person on meth... Gotta keep an eye yeah, out for, dude. cause they got super strength super and they're powers, fucking yeah. tweaking their eyes. Or why they're shaking. They've been
0: awake for four days.
1: Yo, yeah. dude, meth, meth, motherfuckers stay up mad it's long, crazy, dude. bro. You hear people doing like a coke binge for yeah, like two I'll, days. I do
0: all nighters, but but those meth, motherfuckers I gotta do like sleep a for a few hours at least, or I can't function the next day at all. Those like those meth dudes go
1: days and days, nuts, dude. dude. They go hard, man. It's wild times, man. Wild <laughs> fucking times. I don't know. <laughs> So what are you doing for your health regimen, then to like uh, counteract?
0: I like doing uh basically just like uh body weight shit like push ups, pull ups, yeah.
1: Isometrics and shit.
0: Army shit, PT yeah, yeah. You know The I mean? shit you can do anywhere. Yeah, I go to the park where there's pull up yeah, bars. Yep. You know I, mean? I used to
1: do that a lot more in the east coast when I had more uh parks and
0: my yeah, close yeah. by, but yeah, that's a good one, dude. I like the gym, but not LA fitness gym. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'll go there sometimes because I have a to Too Hollywood zip.
1: or what? Too too many people with makeup on and dressed up nice?
0: That and there's it's too crowded.
1: Oh, dude, yeah. You
0: can't fucking, you know what I mean? You have to wait. You go in there with a with a regimen, like, you know what you want to do, but fuck. And I now you got to skip
1: this, this machine. Just, mm-hmm. I hate that.
0: Yeah, it's annoying. Ugh.
1: It does fuck my, I like
0: to, I like, up. MMA is is my favorite form of, uh, you know what I mean, staying in shape. It's like, fucking great training. When I was in Pittsburgh, I was a member of of uh, Pittsburgh Fight Club It's a nice MMA gym They got a lot of good fighters Coming out of there That are going pro and shit But That shit's fun as fuck to me And it's like Cardio You get everything in it You know what I mean And it's, it's
1: my what, uh, what What like Styles were you training In,
0: uh, in particular Muay, thai. I muay like thai Muay Thai And uh, I did Jiu Jitsu I don't got I'm not like I don't got belts in Jiu Jitsu But yeah. I, I've trained a lot of Jiu Jitsu For sure That's what's up Oh shit Yeah I, man Do
1: the workout you get I, I used to train Krav Maga
0: and, uh, I've done my god. Yeah, yeah. that
1: was like the workout from that, dude. After like a two hour class, man, mm-hmm. it was fucking. You were drenched. You were dead. Yeah, dude. And, but you're like, I was never in better shape in my you life. You felt great. Dude. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I loved it. I, mean, I still exercise all the time, you know, but that was the last time I was training and it was fucking just, God, it felt so good. My body felt great all the time. Yeah, right. and my mind, too, you know, it's good yeah. for the mind, you know. I mean, physical exercises
0: is very good. Yeah, I try to eat as healthy as possible, but I'm not too crazy about it yeah it's you know tough I mean? you're
1: from pittsburgh dude it's all good. yeah
0: <laughs> they put french fries on salad yeah. in pittsburgh oh, it's delicious. Like, <laughs>
1: that is a salad usually man that is a salad
0: i just drink mad fucking water dude i, I yeah. drink a lot of beer too but yeah,
1: it's you know, I, I pretty much the only thing i drink besides i drink water and alcohol um i drink i drink like real juice yeah like i'll juice vegetables i'll juice yeah, absolutely foods, yeah but i don't like to buy juice in a bottle usually because of the extra sugar so mm-hmm. it's water 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 and then you know Right. Or, or whatever, yeah, drinking, right. you know? mm-hmm. trying to. I don't drink that as much as the water.
0: Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
1: That's not my go-to, man. So <laughs> what's next for Crumb right now, man? You just promoting the album, doing yeah, shows?
0: Man. We're about to drop the music video. So we was in Las Vegas last weekend, not St. Paddy's Day weekend, but the weekend before that. We was in Vegas for three days shooting a video, and uh, that's going to drop in uh, next week. Hell yeah! Next next week it will be dropping. It's fucking fire, dude. Yeah, I'll show you. Yeah, show me some clips off yeah. air, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. But so that's that's next, and then uh tour. I'm I'm getting on tour for sure. Nice, nice. I haven't boy. really figured out. I have a few targets of like who I want to tour with and shit. You know what I mean? I definitely want to do like European tour. Fuck yeah, I feel dude. like a lot of hip hop heads over there. Fuck with yes. my style of hip hop. Yeah, know?
1: If, if fans in Europe. are... I don't know, they're very supportive, Definitely. too, of, of, of music. Yeah. They're into it. They're, like, passionate. Right. So where can motherfuckers get uh, get the albums, dude? Where can they get a the shit plug?
0: Well, you could go on com and you can get your physical copies and your physical merch and shit. And it's available on all digital platforms, Spotify, iTunes, all that shit. You could just, Crumzilla, SPC, Skeeth, you know
1: what I mean? Yo, dude, and all veterans buying the album, you get it, you get a free bazooka.